For years, we've kicked around the idea of having our own t-shirts made, and now we are finally happy to announce all Gen Gamers podcast t-shirts are now available for purchase. Visit www.chopshopgoods.com and click on the Gamester 81 tab at the top of the screen. T-shirts come in two different colors and two different logo styles. That's chopshopgoods.com. Welcome to the All Gen Gamers Podcast featuring Pete Dore, Gamester81, Jason Heine, Metal Jesus Rocks, and Sexy Ben. We found it. It's here, Portland. What? 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 Cool. So Enjoy. No, we was. What's his name? We really should thank him for recording it. But I think we wanted to give a short little intro for people who may have stumbled upon this, like say, you know, not necessarily the week it's released, but also maybe six months later or whatever, just to sort of give some context about what they're about to listen to, right? Right. Yeah. So it's it's Hans Rutler. I think that's how you pronounce his uh, last name. It's Bardabar. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. He posted this a uh, week ago. So we're uh, we we're thankful that he recorded it and posted it so we can share it with you all. And we had a good time. This was a good panel. We had a good time. Com- completely off the cuff. The only thing we really did is we brought games to give out. But as far as like the content, I don't, we didn't even have, do we have questions? We just took questions, right? Yeah, we yeah. took questions. Yeah. We yeah. talked about some things, what we got and this and that. But yeah, we did questions and yeah, it was a really good panel in Portland and we had a really great time. He, he edited out the part where we all naked and started running around the, the room. He took that part <sighs> out. So oh. Best part. Best part. Mm. You got to be there. You took out the sausage too. fest. <laughs> but we want to thank you, everyone who came to this, uh, you know, to, to meet us at Portland and also be part of, of this panel discussion. Like Pete says in this uh, episode that, you know, you guys had a ton of different options and a bunch of different distractions. And so we appreciated you guys coming and and spending an hour with us. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be completely unedited, just right as it was. So hope you guys all enjoy. Enjoy it. Thanks again. I'm still naked though, so <laughs> I never, I never got dressed. <laughs> sure, I guess, I guess we'll get started. How's everyone doing? Yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for being here. So, <laughs> well, good show. It's like a usual episode because we usually don't plan. Yeah, kind of just show up and we're like, so what are we talking about? Today? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're gonna find the expo expo for those who are listening. We'll be listening. Have a good show, right? Well, we, we should also let you guys know that we are going to give games away as well, so stick around because we brought some cool stuff. And selected some games on yeah. the show floor for you. These will last time I've over really well. Yeah. I'm curious, uh, who's first time being here? Wow, okay, awesome. Wow, like three, three that's that's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. great. People are enjoying having fun? Yeah, you guys have a good show. You should probably introduce yourself. Yeah, that's interesting. Sure. All right, so I'm John. Uh, I go as Game Street 1. Uh, been all the gamers since day one. It's been fun, man. So, got a YouTube oh, channel. I've been doing this podcast for almost five years. Uh, yeah. This is like episode 184 or something like that, isn't it? Pretty crazy. Something like that. Yeah. I lose track of that. So, uh, Jason, I'm the Metal Jesus. I'm also a Jason. I go by the EMU Review. Yes. Yeah. Right. Do the I guess you show last night. Who was on the show last night? Oh, thank you. It's recorded too, so you can check it out. Yes, it was awesome. And I'm Pete Dorr. I go by Pete Dorr. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I
Actually, I'll tell you the origins of it. It was for SOCOM 1 on the PS2. And, no, actually, no, sorry. It was Diablo 2 on the PC. It was like one of my first online games ever, and I'm like, gee, how about I'll use my real name? Kind of stupid at the time. I'm like, just in case someone recognizes me. And so it kind of carried over into SOCOM and whatnot, and uh, probably not the wisest decision, but that's what I use for my name. It's kind of weird. My online handle. Nothing else that's all I use is people. <laughs> so if you want to make me mad, like say there's a new Sonic game coming out and it's going to have online, like register my name on like the new Xbox 720. I don't even know if people are going to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally done. So now you have to be like, I've already done that. Yeah, I'm going to sell it back to you. Yeah, yeah. it's for sale now. Yeah. You should copyright that. Yeah. It's registered it. So what all have you guys picked up? Anything cool? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I came here with one goal, and that is to find a Sega CDX. It's one of the last consoles that I need for my collection. Oh, that's I, cool. I had no version of the Sega CD at all, so I was like, that was my, my goal, and I found it for $125. Wow. Felt like that was a pretty good deal here. So. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Just get it all in one. Oh, yeah. That's a great. That's a yeah. play it, though, too. Yeah, and, actually, I was, and then, then, of course, that just kicks off the whole thing where now I'm, I'm out looking for those games, right? Yeah. So I, uh, I also bought a bunch of weird kind of Sega CD games. Yeah, I, was, I actually ended up with a lot of Sega CD games. Like, well, I'm sure Metal Jesus is secretly jealous because oh, he just got his CDX and I picked up a lot of them. I know, he, he, he freaking swooped in on you on that. Dude, sometimes you and I have like similar minds. It's, it's creepy because like, well, like one of the games you bought, it was like... In, the Masked Rider or some weird... Yeah, some weird full-motion video game. How many people here have a Sega CD? Who has a CDX? Just go use throw hands. Yeah, it's pretty unusual. It's the best one. Oh, yes. I want to see you walking around with that thing on your hip, like listening to music on it. Yeah, listen to some Def Leppard, you know, with my bagel. Yeah. It's attached to your hip. It's actually big enough to be like a clock. You can just wear it like that. There you go. That is Okay. No, that's too far. Okay. It's too far. I got the chain if you want it. I know you do. Okay. Well, congrats on the CD actually. Yeah, thank you. That's a good deal. I'm assuming Sega CD Hidden Gems coming soon. Oh. You know, it's funny you mention that because John Hancock over there, I don't know if you guys know John, but he's a huge collector, owns, I think, every Sega game ever made. And, uh, and as soon as he heard that I had that, he's like, we're doing it in gems. So he's the guy. Yeah. That'd be a great video because it's, you know, kind of obscure. Yeah. And you have to really love those 90s full motion video games, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Yes. I mean, there's other stuff. Nitro. People think of Sega CD and all they think of are FMV games. There are some really decent games out there that are not FMV. It's funny because, like, Night Trap, you know, people look back on the game and be like, really controversial. I don't know if you've ever played it, but it's really, like, in today's standards, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, really. It's, funny. it's basically, was, like, everyone's pillow fight fantasy. That's all it is. Who's the oh, actress in that? Who's in that? Yeah. Oh, she has different strokes, right? Different strokes. Can we invite okay. Becky over? That's right, that's right. So, anyway, it is funny. But yeah, you play Sonic CD is one of my favorite Sonic CD. I see. Check it out. Sonic okay. CD is good. Cool. I'm excited. How about you? What did you pick up? I picked up uh, Mother 3 on the Game Boy Advance, the Trans Fan Trade. It's $50 on the show floor. There's a booth out there selling repros of like Super Nintendo and Game Boy Advance. And I, I don't know, I'm sure some people probably know my thing about emulation, and I've been holding out for so long to play Mother 3 on a physical card, and that's like, they did a really nice job, it comes with yeah, a slip cover and everything. Yeah. 50 bucks, check mm -hmm. it out. That's totally fair, for sure. Yeah. And I also got a, a DuckTales Game Boy prototype, oh. which is pretty sweet, so that was pretty exciting. Mm. Supposedly, I haven't played it, but supposedly it's different than, it's undocked, so it's supposed to be different than like the original. Tales. Wow. So Scrooge is like, would you, would you play it? Tell me if it has the music in it. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. Someone's told me that I guess the Moon Patrol theme in Game Boy is slower than the NES 
version. You guys know what's that? Oh, I wow. guess that was the intent to be slow, but because it was ported to the NES, the NES like, sped it up a little bit. I don't know if that's true. Some people verify that. It's super. So yeah, it's pretty cool. One of my favorite games on the NES. It's really great. Yeah, it's good. So, are you gonna do a video like to see? Because it's unreleased, so this is like no one's ever seen Ducktales in game mode before. So do you plan on sort of like? Like the idea, yeah, I might. I might do the like, super share with the world. Dun, 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 dun. Just don't dump it. Because don't dump it. That's just a weird word to say. Yeah, and people that aren't familiar, like dump, undump. Dumping means basically to, you have the prototype and you dump it online, like the ROM, so that it devalues your prototype, but then you also allow other people to play it. So it depends if you want to be a greedy collector. Is that what it meant? I thought it meant. <laughs> 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 I don't know you spent that money, I mean, I guess that's you want to be generous. I mean, really, John, how long can you undump? <laughs> like, one or two days max. Yeah, don't, let's not go down. Okay, yeah. After that, then you're in trouble. Sorry for everything. You're in trouble. So. We have to have some of that talking. Jason, what did you, you pick on this, right? Um, so, you guys remember before Guitar Hero? Do you remember what happened before Guitar Hero? What was released? Oh, like, Guitar what? Hero was not the start I, of... Everything said Guitar Hero was like... The first ever, but there was a game that came out. Anybody? Dance Dance Revolution? Even before that. Wait, how about whoever guesses it, Jason? Oh, gosh. Whoever guesses what this is, give us the clues. Yeah, we'll give you a game if you guys can guess. Okay, we got it. Keep them. Guitar Freaks? Wait. He knows. He knows. Sits your ass down. Wasn't he hanging out with you? You should give it to him anyway. I'll give you a prize, though. I'll give you a prize. What kind of prize? I'm scared. Wow. I'm not sure what happened there. What was this? I would have done that anyways, trust me. <laughs> he, he would have, he works, uh, well, guitar for he, He's, you, you go to, like, PAX I did Primer for Pinkerella, yeah. Yeah, so he does mm -hmm. his stuff, Jason. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a Command and Conquer, original Command and Conquer on PC. The guitar and the game, and they only wanted five dollars for it, like complete box. It was a no-brainer. I don't have a Japanese PS1, but I think I should. If anyone knows, get a Japanese PS2. That we kill two birds with one stone. There we go. All right, so I'm on the hunt for that now. But yeah, fantastic little game. It's it's three buttons up there on the neck, right? Like that was so complicated. What is this five button stuff? It's really small. Control. Was that released in America? I don't believe so. No. Okay. Not that I know of. That's that dude. I saw some arcades um, versions of it back at GameWorks in Seattle years ago. I don't know right. if those were just imported or what. Though. At GameWorks, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah, that's cool. But a really fun game. So I picked that up. And then um, kind of a hybrid game. If you took ESP and Extreme Games and Road Rash and put them together, you'd have a game called Skitchin on Genesis. Anyone heard of that game? Yeah. You, you would, you're on like rollerblades and you go from like car to car holding on bumpers and pick up pipes on the ground and just like boom, beat people up on the right or left. Fantastic game on the Genesis. And 
Thank you, Pete. He's yeah, had it for me. He told me he was looking for it, so I You don't pee. I'm like, you know, I call him on the phone, I'm like, yo, I got sketchy. He did. <laughs> you know, and I told Pete like an hour before, he's like, what are you looking for, Jay? And I'm like, uh, I'm looking for, I don't know, some random vehicle sketchy. He's like, I don't remember seeing it anywhere else. Actually. I've been the only time. Found it. <laughs> it's right here, Jay. Crazy Pete, gotta love him. I mean, thank I you. I didn't pick up anything like exceedingly rare or expensive on the show. I was on the lookout for Crusader of Senti on Sega Genesis. I've been after that for a very long time. It was box copy. It wasn't out there. No one had it. Oh. Not even, yeah. You did? You, did, you, did, you went to auction though. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody here go to the auction last night? Who was at the auction? Yeah, that, was, that was awesome. That's yeah. really a great time, guys. So the first thing you guys have an opportunity. You don't plan on bidding. It's really, yeah. really incredible to see people bid back and forth. And it's cool to see what these girls work. Yeah, yeah. I have my eye on a Sly <laughs> Cooper statue figure slash it's like a little small statue. I knew I wanted to bid on it before the auction, so I won that. A um, couple of Sega CD games, nothing insane. I've been after Evo, Evo Search for Eden on Super Nintendo Complete Box, but it was out there. God help us with Super Nintendo prices right now. <laughs> Two of them out there, one was 600, one was 575. No thank you. Yeah. Uh, the coolest thing I got actually though was not an actual physical game or item. Uh, a couple of people I told about this, but for those of you that follow my channel, you might know that I'm a huge Sonic collector, and I have this statue on top of my entire collection. And uh, I bought it a couple of years ago on eBay. It was listed as a buy it now, $500, and I would do daily searches for Sonic stuff multiple times a day. And somebody listed this Sonic statue that was advertised as being off the desk of Tom Kalinske, the old CEO and president of Sega from 1996. And he listed a couple of other really rare things of which I wanted something else. But uh, the statue was $500, marble base, like a handmade Sonic statue, $500, I bought it instantly. I'm like, you know, I have to trust this guy because if this is real, it's going to be worth a lot. So for all these years, I've had it in my collection and it's shipped to my house in like a wooden crate, handmade, and I mean, it's, it's the real deal. Like forklifted in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I never truly knew if it was the real thing. I mean, this guy sent me papers, like, this is my papers when I was working at Sega or something. He was not, he was a minor person there, but somehow he ended up with this statue from his desk. So yesterday I found Tom and I asked him, I showed him pictures, I'm like, do you possibly remember the statue? And he confirmed in person to me that yes, that is his statue. Wow. So like Sonic Clubrights are insane. I'm insane. They're insane. I'm kind of out of the hobby now though, because I basically have everything I want. And like the people will pay. I've got an offer. I have an old Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Super Sonic plush from Sonic the Fighters, the arcade game. I once got an offer from somebody, I think they offered me like $3,000 for it. Jesus. I turned them down because he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show you the kind of crazy collectors that are out there for Sonic the Hedgehog merchandise. Mm. That is incredible that he confirmed that. I mean, that was on his desk. Right. I think he said like either Archie, Archie probably sent it to them most likely because they used to get a lot of stuff from Archie. So, so have a kind statue. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And it's crazy that the janitor got it and then sold it. You can better janitor. It would feel like he's like, I've like, been looking for that. Where's that? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sweeping up. <laughs> that was my statue. Right off the desk. Only our. Yeah. That's awesome. Right on, dude. Nice, Pete. That's a cool story. Yeah. That's a cool story. So I don't care what games I buy. Like that's that's it. Yeah. You know, I was living for years. Like, is this thing even real? That's cool. Yeah. How was that panel? Did you have that panel? I, that's when we went out to eat. Okay. But I did get them. John, I was starving. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get a burger morning, so I'm like, I'll 
Yeah. We never, you know, until like 1030, it was crazy with so much going on. We would uh, obviously want to support Jason, our good friend here, uh, to do the, the band, rock, rocking out there. It was awesome, dude. And uh, it was like back and forth with other guys, like intense. People were cheering, like, oh, yeah, yeah. They get really intense. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. awesome. And he opens it up and he starts throwing the items out the yeah. crowd. It was cool. Like, like there's a box of Wario Woods, He's like, like unopened, yeah. sealed, right? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. Wow. And he just started throwing it out and then, like, what else is that? And I didn't even know what else. Signed ET, Mulder, signed. Yeah. Yeah. I started getting teary eyed to be honest. Like, it was, it was <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. rock. it was awesome. Like, who does that? It was pretty incredible. The generosity yeah. was amazing. Um, what'd you get? CDX. What'd yeah, you get? What'd you get? I told you, dude. Yeah. Where are you from? You here? So, let's go around the room. What did you get? <laughs> well, how about we do this? Who wants to share with us, like, your most amazing find that you found on the next wall? Go for it. We'll give you something. Um, one time I was walking home from just this house, and there's a garage sale, and this person had a brand new copy of Resident Evil Collection on the PS2, and I talked him down to getting it for three bucks. For oh, wow. a brand new case of like this box set of Resident Evil games. Three bucks. Cool. Three bucks, can't be that. We'll give you a game for free, you better do that. Yeah, so now I got a new story. Alright. Um, maybe this is the time to kind of there's a couple of the audience that may know. But we have a really special announcement that uh, we're yeah, going we to announce here on the panel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so no one knows about this. We're actually well, I, I speak it up to a couple of people. <laughs> Basically, 200 people already know. He tweeted out. He's on the short floor. So we're adding a fifth guest, or a fifth host to the All Doom Gamers mm -hmm. uh, podcast. To distill anything that might be running through your mind. This person does not have a YouTube channel. And we've had him on the show before. People that are big fans of the show might have a really good idea. Any guesses? Whoever guesses the right will give them again. And you can't you can be one of the people I told. Sexy Ben. Sexy Ben. Sexy Ben. Yes. Got it. We're and Jordan. I love the fact that that name is pitching on. Do you have an Xbox 360? Right. Dr. Mario is designed by Metal Jesus. Hopefully you don't have this game if you do. Try it with somebody. Wait, hold on. Which one do you want? Give me two games. Two games. That's a good one, too. There you go. Okay. Dr. Mario. All right. It's actually Pete Roland one. Uh, we've had him on as a guest on the show since the like almost inception of the podcast. He's been on a few times. Yeah. He's been kind of like the fifth Beatle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime he's been on the show, like we've just received so much feedback. Like, please bring Ben back on. And this has been going. We've discussed it for like two months now. Where we're like, you know, he really meshes well with the four of us. We feel like he was like the only fit that we could have picked. Yeah, he adds a lot to the show. It's a good, yeah, he's a good guy. Because you know, we we admit that you know we're we've been trying to find our footing uh, as the years have gone on on the show, and uh, we feel that Ben will really bring a lot to new energy and discussion. But he immediately was like, we're going to have like a little bit of an outline and sort of like. A little more structured, which is we've never had a structure for this podcast. We've for never like shallow years. This is what we're gonna do. So, and to clarify, he's not leaving his own podcast, so he has his own podcast. Right, Rascal, he's not leaving, he's gonna do this on the side. So, just to clarify this, we were curious. So, yeah, so yeah, we're excited to have one. You know, 
You have really hairy knuckles. I've seen this for the first time. <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was like just yeah. cracking. I really apologize. I'm like, Damn, dude. I think that's yeah, a I'll take that as a compliment. Really shape those. They're nice. <laughs> They're nice. <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, should we open up to questions uh, on the floor? Yes, any questions? Yeah, go for it. Is there a Sonic the Hedgehog pinball machine? There's a Mario one. Why is there a Sonic one? Pete Pete actually, I'm not a pinball guy, I'm sorry. But you're a Sonic guy. Yeah. Actually, somebody did. Uh, yeah, this happened. I have to thank Brian. He always gets me Sonic stuff. Somehow this guy, like, always, every time I go to a convention, he brings me something Sonic Hedgehog related, but I never have it. And he, he brought me a Sonic pinball machine, but it's one of those you know, plastic. Real, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want a pinball machine for Sonic the Hedgehog, they have this, like, I think it's five years back. I don't know what it's made by. It's one of those small plastic ones? Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah. told me, yeah, five. It's okay. a so pinball machine. It's, 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 it's maybe that. It's maybe yeah. like that. But there's no, like, stand-up, official stand-up, like, full-size Sonic. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, there might be, like, in, like, Europe or something, in one of the... Arcades out there, possibly. Right. I don't think it's a thing. Time to start a Kickstarter and get that started. There you go. Yeah, I think I think it did well. Absolutely. We need support. Let's go right back there in the green shirt. Green shirt. Um, we all know about our disappointments. What was a video game surprise? When you didn't think would be good, but you played it and was like, wow, this is pretty good. As far as the game goes, huh? Hmm. That's, that's tough because I always go in thinking, you know, they're, they're going to be good. <laughs> Except Magmax. <laughs> you know that's bad. Actually, uh, one just came to mind. Who here is a fan of Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you guys haven't tried, there's a game on, it was originally on PS, uh, Xbox 360, and then they made a port for the PS3. There's a game called Monster Madness. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, it got really bad reviews, so I'm like, all right, I'm going into it not expecting much. But it's actually, if you can play co-op, it's an amazing, like, classic Zombies Ate My Neighbors style, obviously, updated for the current generation. Sort of like, just brawler, like, shooting tons and tons of monsters. It's pretty difficult, but if you can find that game, I saw it on the show floor for, like, five bucks. So if you guys are a fan of like Zombies Ate My Neighbors, check that game out. I wasn't expecting that. What's that? Really Luke is Arts, isn't it? Was it? Yeah. I know what it is. The Hannah Montana plug and play. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Oh, no. No, that's actually like, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Skateboarding in that? Oh, no joke. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Tony Hawk to see We We basically were... It was fun, right? Two grown men were basically sitting there, like, playing this thing, and, like, there was a moment where everything stopped, and we, like, looked at each other, and we, yeah. we said, this is a really fun game. <laughs> and we're like, luckily it's just us. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just told everyone. Doesn't the joystick have, like, stars? Or, like, oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or drum or something. Drum, yeah. It's not, it wasn't a proud moment, but it, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was a... It's a joystick. Oh, um, yeah. Actually, a lot of plug-and-plays. I, I was just gonna say, I think I'll go with that. Yeah, there's. I mean, this year I just started collecting plug-and-plays, and it was really thanks to you and introducing us to the Miley Cyrus plug. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, and it, and so I've been collecting a lot of plug-and-plays, and there are some really terrible off-brand, you know, ones, but there's some really really good games like. Um, there's a Space Invaders plug-and-play. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. It's kind of like a almost a triangle shape, and it has it has buttons on left and right, so you can play it right or left-handed. I mean, who thinks of that, right? Um, and it's just it's a fantastic game, a fantastic. I mean, there's so many I can name, but plug-and-plays. Surprisingly, I've been enjoying so. Much. I think I have to go with like Little Mermaid for the NES. 
Yeah, yeah. seriously, like, I first played it and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be a girly game, but it's actually a pretty decent. Did you say that the Genesis one is oh, not good? Yeah, the Genesis yeah. one's good too. But it's different. The Genesis one is by Sega. But that's also supposed to be pretty Yeah, good. it's good. You can play it King Triton, I think his name is, and, and Ariel. Back when they were the same game, but totally different. Totally different. It's like Echo like the Dolphin mm. kind of style. It's really cool. Mm. Both, both what, is, what does the King Triton do? Uh, he has like his, his He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I want to play that. Yeah. Like that but yeah, that's cool. How about our question as it comes up in cases? Okay, so you want to yeah. come up here again? What do we got for them? Uh, what do we got? What do we got, Bill? They're all the this this final here? Oh, okay. Some of those are gamesters. Dude, there you go. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. How about a plug and play? Please. Please. Uh, okay. Please. Best Don't throw yourself. Nope. Sorry. Okay, uh, in the yellow lane right there, right there. There you go, friend. Um, out of any game console ever, is there a game that you wouldn't mind being rebooted or remade for the newest consoles? Yes. I want to see Burnout come back. Oh, please, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, um, they're working on. Remember, was it last year at PAX, I think? It was at E3. They showed like some footage of like, like a new project that they're making. Thank you. Yeah, that's what it was. And next car game or something. Is that no, no, no. That, that's that's what they're like skydiving and everything. Yeah, there was there's like planes, right? skydiving cars, like pretty much any vehicle, ATV. And it was like, I don't know, it didn't even have a name, right? I don't think it had a name. It had no name, but it was like pre-alpha, like, and like, it was really bad, but like, they showed like, some, like, pixely, like, you know, not textured. Right, yeah. And then they showed some that was really well done, and then everyone was like, oh, this looks interesting, but it's not burnout. Right, yeah. Yeah, but we're all thinking burnout, you know? Yeah. So, maybe it's like hardcore burnout. What was the last one? When the last one was Paradise. In Paradise. Yeah. yeah if you guys play Need for Speed Most Wanted, it's made by Criterions. Yeah, it's a good yeah. game. It's a really good game. So the question is what series would you like to bring back? There's I'll go Xbox away. copy for five bucks and see the game exchange here. There we go. That's a good deal. It's a great game. Yeah. So I have to ask, are there any fans of Klonoa in here? Yes. Okay, good. If you haven't played a Klonoa game, please try and track on a copy of Klonoa 1, or if you can't afford that, on PS1. Try and get the Wii version. I'd probably play Klonoa after Sonic. He's like my second favorite mascot character for any game series. I love Klonoa. And he's sort of been dormant for a long time. I think the last game that came out, there was Klonoa 2 on PS2, and then there was uh, a couple on the Game Boy Advance, which was like, like what, or 3 or something. And he's been dead ever since. So I would love to see a revival of Klonoa on. I don't care if it's downloaded or what, as long as there's a Klonoa 3 at some point. But I think Namco is really, they're done with Klonoa. Because anybody here that's familiar with the Project X Zone games, he was uh, he made a cameo in the PS2 version, which never came out in the States, it was only in Japan. And then when they released Project X Zone on the 3DS, basically all the characters in that made a return except for Klonoa characters, so I was very disappointed. So, Nam, please, I want my Klonoa. Well, there are two like NES or Nintendo uh, series I'd love to bring back. It's Wave Race mm -hmm. and F-Zero. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, really. yeah. yeah, hello. No, yeah, yeah. F-Zero would be amazing. Yeah. I love who's played the arcade. F Zero Arcade. Yeah, AX. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty legit. You can actually plug in your GameCube like memory card and change it. It's pretty cool. I remember those arcade machines. Yeah. That's actually a really cool trend. Same yeah. thing with uh, NFL Blitz of the sixty four, you remember that they had on the side of the cabinet you could put your memory cards in? I think the Neo Geo started doing it. That's yeah. the first system to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The Neo Geo, yeah. 
But yeah, both those stories would be awesome. I think, um, man, burnout. Yeah, that's really interesting. How dare you? Well, everyone's taking my answers, people. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's taking it. Um, so, no, you know what I want to see a return of? I want to see a return of, not necessarily a game, but the return of the light gun shooters. Mm. Yeah. 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 The problem that we have is it's a technology issue. So, I think, and I know some companies make like the sensor bars on the left and right, and, and you can make things. It's just a big pain in the butt. What we really need is just somehow to figure out how to make it work on flat screen, high def TVs? Like a new duck hunt. <laughs> a new duck hunt. Hey, you never know. Duck hunt is in. We have to start somewhere. But it would be awesome. I mean, because I'm a huge fan of those. I love collecting those games. Um, on the PS1 and PS2, there's just tons of them, but then of course the arcades. And you know what? I, I love the Nintendo Wii. I'm like standing alone in this world with that. But that is the console for light gun games. There's, and I just talked about this on the last episode actually. There's so many good games. And I'm going through a kick right now trying to get all these games. But if you had to recommend like three games, you could put one there. House of the Dead. House of the Dead is Overkill. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a House of the Dead compilation with two. Uh, wait, is it two and three? Yeah. Two and three. Two and three is fantastic. Um, Ghost Squad, Target Terror, those are all arcade games, they're, they're fantastic. Uh, there's two Resident Evil, um, Umbrella Chronicles, and help me. Dark Side Chronicles, so, so many games. Amongst other really wacky ones like Chicken Shoot and a bunch of other crazy games, but they're, they're, they're fantastic. So I just want to see Return of Light Gun games, man. I want a, I want a new gen gun con. Let's go! Um, <laughs> punishment on the virtual console for the Wii is also there. It's a Japanese exclusive, but I got on the virtual console for the Wii. Okay. And it's an N64 game, but it's all translated in English. That's really fun for like shoot 'em ups. Oh, like, really? Okay. It's like a space carrier for the Nintendo 64. Yeah. And then the sequel's also for that, which is pretty common and pretty cheap. So. Mm -hmm. yes. Sorry, And then, oh, hold on, okay. Uh, okay. Come, come on up and get your game. Yeah, yeah. Come on up and get the thing here. We have a light on arcade cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Are these going, Joe? Yeah, those are going. We'll give you two games here. How about Scooby Doo and little Ken Griffey? Scooby Doo Genesis is like a point and click adventure. Yeah, it's a point and click game. It's actually a lot of fun. It's like the uh, technical kind of graphics. If you ever remember that, it's good. All right, uh, we're going to start with that. Um, I know, like, uh, you've, all, you've been collecting games for years, playing games for years. Um, what's, like, the first, if you have multiple, what's the first console that you went for a midnight launch? You got it the first day, you were so freaking oh, wow. excited to get it. What was the first one if you had one? I don't think about, like, how old I was. I can go if you don't remember. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. So it was for the Wii. I lined up 24 hours in advance in the freezing cold. It was really interesting. I mean, I can't say it was worth the wait. It, it was more like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the games were not the greatest, but it, like, it was more for the experience. Like, you go to midnight launches to hang out with people, meet new people, and I just remember there was this kid that waited all night, like 24 hours at the same time as me, and then all of a sudden it comes time to open up the doors, and because he, was, he didn't have his parents there, he was too young, they were like, sorry, we can't sell you the wait. And we felt really bad. He had to like, call his parents down, and he almost didn't get his console, but... You know what really saddened me is, there is no like true midnight launches anymore. Like I went to go get the Wii U at midnight, and it's like you, know, you can just go online and pre-order that thing now. Like 
there were no prayers back when the Wii was out. You, if you wanted that thing, you had to go line up, freeze your ass off, you know. And Remember how long hard it was to find a Wii for like years? Oh, yeah. easy, easy year and a half. Yeah, yeah easy. Ridiculous. Yeah, midnight launches are just boring. Now. I, I think my first one was probably a Dreamcast. Like, that was uh, back in 99, picking that up. That was awesome. Still a great system, I love it. Mm. How was the line for that when there were a lot of people? It, it wasn't too bad. I want to say I got a Walmart, actually, both places. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it was good. Good stuff. I never had one. Too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep. Yeah. Uh, laugh all you want, but I was there for the Nintendo Wii launch as well. <laughs> How many people here lined up for a Wii? I think a lot of people. Well, we're not too I tell you, it was. Um, <laughs> it was one of those. It was one of those things, man. I mean, I'm with you, Pete. It was the experience, and I always, I always tell this story. It's so funny, but I'll just briefly say it. So, we, I got into we came home, set it all up. I had all my friends over. We were up like two in the morning. We're standing there, and we, we load up, you know, Wii Sports. What else are you gonna play? So we're playing that, and we're doing bowling, and I have everyone like do it the right way. We stand up, we got the wrist strap on, no one does that anymore. We got the wrist strap on, and, and we're all like, all right, here we go. And he throws a controller. <laughs> he throws it like he's bowling a 200-pound ball, and the controller slips out of his hand. It breaks the strap, the controller hits the ceiling, she rock is falling. <laughs> controller explodes. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the couch like, <laughs> no joke, I look at him like, that's one way to do it. Everyone home, out. I kicked my friends out of my house. I kicked them out, and I sat there, and I'm like, oh my god. I think those straps for a while. Then, yeah, so then after the next day, I'm online, I'm on Nintendo.com store, right? I'm like, I spent a hundred bucks, and I buy every spare part, like, ten times over there. I buy uh, wrist straps. I got like 20 wrist straps. I just bought extra parts because like, if it's going to break, it's going to break. I'm going to fix it. And then like what, a month later, they they issued uh, recall and sent out new wrist straps that are thicker and a clasp now. So I've got a whole bunch of these old ass thin, you know, wrist straps. I, yeah, that sucks. Remember that website? I think it's called We Have a Problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, it's TVs. It's just like, we won't stop the road. Controllers on the TV or, you know, yeah. people with oh. black eyes. <laughs> Really? It was a good time to be in the TV business in 2006, I'll tell you that. I'm sure there's stocks skyrocketing really yeah. Yeah. We're selling somebody to Shiba TVs. Yeah. Wow. I mean, as much crap is said about the Wii, that is an amazing console with some really good exclusives on there. Everybody just thinks, oh, it's all nothing but motion games, but you can find some really good gems on there, which actually... If you ask me this next question, I will give you one of my personal favorite games on the Wii. Uh, one of my highest uh, recommendations. All the hands go. I think some whoever asked the last question, when we come up with Star Wars, I have never heard of How about the Mac? Alright, go ahead. Uh, the Mac. Yep. The Duke. The Duke. The Duke. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Um, so, we all know DLC is going nowhere, right? Um, and not every game comes out with the game of the year edition and that kind of thing. Do you guys fully support downloadable content of games, um, especially in the fact that Valve has a game of the year edition? So do you guys support it, and how much do you guys support DLC as a whole? I, I think like DLC now, which it's done right,
I hate the free-to-play model, first of all. I know we're talking about console games, but free-to-play, like iOS games and stuff like that, really bother me, where it's like, it's free, and you have to pay for every damn thing you want to do in the game. That's just not for me. Because I'm very impulse buy, so I'm very weak when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> I don't, I got friends trying to tell me to play it. Like, no, 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 no. The last time I got into a free-to-play game was Pokemon Trading Card Game Online. Oh, hundreds, right? Oh. I think we lost well, it's probably about a thousand dollars on online booster card house. Wow. So you know, post a lot really weak when it comes to that. I don't get into these games. Yeah, I remember it. We just want to thank Pete Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> and people that have listened to the podcast for a while might remember my discussions where I was bringing that game up like every single week. I think we didn't show up for a few episodes <laughs> playing this. What's annoying about DLCs is when they do the exclusive, like GameStop, you reserve this game, you get exclusive. Outfit, it is, you know. And then you get there and they don't even have it. Yeah, I, I didn't play this game, but was it like Dead Space 3 that did really weird DLC where you like, oh, in the game, that's right. Like ammo or weapons or something weird yeah. like that? Yeah, that's yeah. Something yeah. like that annoys me. Cool. Yeah, I agree with that. What what was last, just real quick, I'm change topic. What games did we give away last? I'm just curious, what games did we give? Uh, that was that pinball game and. Oh, hang on. Pinball Quest? Yeah. Have you ever played that game? It's pretty crazy. It's like an RPG pinball game for the NES. What's it Pinball Quest. Huh. And what else? Hang on. Hang on. For the Sega Master System. Master So we're doing two games? Well, we do that. Okay, so you want to come up here and get to Pete's game? Let's just do one game. So, uh. This is a game that I highly, anytime anybody asks me for like what game should they buy, I always recommend Mushroom Men the Spore Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Who has played this game? Oh, cool. Only like one person. A stall, for those of you that are collecting for Sega Saturn. Buy a stall. If you like platformer games, like old school, beautiful side-scrolling, yeah. amazing, beautiful game. But when you're looking for it, it doesn't have the name on the spine card. It's blank. So you gotta be really careful when you're looking. But Mushroom Man is a really, really good 3D platform for the Wii. It's really cheap. Highly recommended. Alright, Jason, how do you see Yeah, right here. So of all the new games coming out, what are the games that you are most excited for? All of you. That's Actually, one that comes out like... Easy. What's the game coming out soon? It's like the 20th yeah. kind of Bandit of Freakin' 2. Yeah! Like, do you see the reviews that game is getting Bandit 2? Oh. Yeah. Bandit 2 is like off the charts with reviews. Like 10 out of 10s left and right. And usually I don't like I don't strictly follow reviews and like base that how I'm gonna buy my games. Like I'll use it as sort of like a something to judge it on. It's like if a game's getting sixes and sevens and I'm still interested in it, I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it. But when a game is getting nothing but perfect scores, and I've remained spoiler-free, I don't know about you guys, but I recommend this to you guys in the audience. If there's a game that you're really looking forward to, try and resist the urge of going online and watching trailers and gameplay and walkthroughs and just don't play the demos. So then when the game comes out, you're totally surprised. And I'm telling you, I did that with Skyrim. It really helped my experience because I like watched the first trailer and I just dove in the Skyrim not knowing what to expect. It really helps. And that's what I did for Bayonetta too. It's like 1995 style, you know? <laughs> it was like Nintendo Power, EGM. screenshots online. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. It was just exciting. For me, it's a Dragon uh, Dragon Age or, uh, Inquisition. Yeah! I mean, that's a day one purchase. Actually, I think we bought our PlayStation 4 pretty much just to play that game, so that comes out soon. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> I should have said the last Guardian, but that, that would have been... Like, what's happening with the last Guardian? I was trying to find the last Guardian shirt. I'm excited for Far Cry 4. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I love the Far Cry 3. It's like one of my favorite games of the year. It came out in 2012. But yeah, I, looked, I played demos of it at PAX. It looks pretty cool. So, I like this one. Oh, they have Dragon 2. 
Yeah, Blood Dragon was cool. Blood Dragon was cool. You guys played Blood Dragon? That's awesome. Check it out. It's like, what, 15 bucks, 10 bucks? Yeah, it goes on sale too. It's like 80s, done in like old 80s style. It's really fun. Yeah, it never got a physical release. No, no. Did it? Did it? Did it? Because that artwork is like just yeah. for that, you yeah, know, it's so good. Um, easy for me. Is the tutorial level? Yes. No, 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 go ahead. Let me guess. Can I guess your answer? You know me. The crew. Duck crew. Duck crew. Duck crew. I got two racing fans. Yeah. I gotta represent. I gotta hold so, it down. For anybody that likes racing games and you haven't looked at the crew, can you like just briefly explain it in like thirty seconds and why this game is gonna be so? It's blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's like the ultimate racing online open world game. You drive across like the United States, right? It's an open world game that spans the United States. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> you, you got it. You got it. You played it. Basically, yeah, I've played three betas already of it. It's basically the entire United States, for the most part, and you can just completely drive around open world with all your friends. You can drop in, drop out. Um, they've got points of interest. They've got from coast to coast. It's, it's just amazing. You can form a crew with your friends, um, four people, and what's great is it can be. All that, and it doesn't have to be. You can do whatever you want in that world. You can just drive around, you can do missions, you can race. Uh, it's You just have to look it up. There's not enough time to explain how, how awesome it is. So you go across, across country in a group? You can. It takes about two and a half hours start to finish. Sounds like Oregon Trail. Mm. Just a little quicker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have oxides if you die. Oxides are in the Yeah. Do you want to come up with the game? Okay, you gotta read off the game that did too. Put your hand in there. Alright. Oh, great. Turtle. <laughs> 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 oh, should we give him a second one? Or? Uh, <laughs> we're running. We're running. <laughs> <laughs> one more. We need one more second one. Next time it's only one. Oh, man. This, this is good. Metal Jesus. Metal Jesus. Show the crowd that game. Metal Jesus. Let's go on eBay. He's going to post it on eBay in five minutes. And I'll buy it. I'll bid. Yeah. I'll bid on it. Turtles for the NES isn't bad. The second one's done. The arcade one's done. The best, yeah. All right. Let's go in the back. Go way back there. All right. A silver one is one I know. We'll take you we'll take silver and then we'll take uh Lumber's next time next. Oh I thought you were just sorry. sorry about that. No, I was like sorry. Um, as people who are always reviewing games, do you find that whenever you're playing them that, that sometimes you have a review as high and it's ruining the experience a little bit, maybe you kind of take care of the escapism you find you're kind of reviewing it as soon as you're as soon as you're playing it. I, I used to get paid to do reviews actually at one point um, for a small little website and you can definitely get in that mode where you're being way too overcritical. Like I, I used to hate those kind of reviews where you had to review the sound and the music and all the graphics and that sort of stuff and you felt like you weren't really enjoying the game sometimes. So on my channel I really like to just, is it fun, is it good, do I, you know, I, I don't I don't like to have to worry about and try to get too deep anymore because I think it's so subjective, you know? So I don't know if that answers your question, but 
Um, but the same thing for me, like with movies. I don't. I mean, I listen to critics, but I don't let that really influence my own opinion of that movie. Same thing with games. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to find reviewers who are unbiased and you know who have similar tastes like you do. I guess mm -hmm. that's how I can approach it. When I review a game, I have like a. I have to have something, some point of interest, and I have to find what that is. Like, when I think of the game, what hits me nostalgic? Like, what is it that is exciting to me? Or, you know, or is it really bad? Like, Hooters Racing, you know, like, it's just super bad. Let's review it, you know? So there has to be, like, something, whether it's good or bad, that stands out that will make it an interesting review, and that's how I go at it. So the best tip, like, if you're looking to do game reviews would be, what I like to do is I usually like to, if, it's allowed in the game, like with save files. I'll play through the entire game, like straight through, and I'll just make different save files. And then that way I can kind of enjoy the experience without worrying, like, okay, let me write this point down here, and I want to go back to this and put it in the review. I'll usually play through the whole game, and then afterwards I'll go back and revisit my save files and kind of film that point, record that point. That way I can kind of like enjoy it without having to worry so much about the review process. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, come on up. By the way, I want to, I want to thank him, Solar Mongoose. You guys know Solar Mongoose. Goose is a great show on YouTube, but uh, he hooked me up with some ketchup potato chips. And so, <laughs> yeah. so you talk this morning. Thank you for that. It's almost like Flash Gordon. Remember that scene where you put the yeah. like, log? Oh, uh, yeah. Golden yeah. Eye for the There we go, Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Who was the best guy that was. Uh, was there someone back there that was. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, you guys really talked about uh, upcoming games that you were excited about. Um, have any of you gentlemen heard about a Czech uh, indie game called uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance? No. Yes, no. 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 What's <laughs> an uh, open world RPG uh, that's more focused on historical accuracy than anything else. Uh, uh, set in, um, I forget. Yes, where exactly it's set, but it's set in uh, medieval Europe. Uh, okay. During certain conflicts and such, and uh, everything from architecture to uh, period music and uh, outfitting is 100% realistic. Wow. It's awesome. You said it's an indie game? Yes. What platform is it on? Uh, PC, though, I think there are plans to uh, bring it to the PS4, possibly the Xbox One. Um, uh, uh, it was kicks, it was funded by Kickstarter. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, what's the name of it? Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay. Uh, Thanks for Cool. Well, come on. Well, well, since you, you know, you answered our questions, can you give us a prize? <laughs> <laughs> come on up. Come on up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> old magazine. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Gentleman right there. And after him, looks like the guy that's been recording us the whole time. Basically, my question is, is going back on the word of pinball, have any of you ever seen the Crash Team Racing little pinball machine they used to have back in like 2000, like 1998? Because I had one as a kid and it broke. And then I found out how much it was worth now, and it's worth about 400 to $500. Wow. Have any of you ever seen that thing? What, what's the name of the thing? What, it was it? a Crash Team Racing pinball machine. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I have seen that. As a kid, the thing was worth four to five hundred dollars. Wow. And my second question is, for you games, sir, have you seen the trailer for uh, Far Cry Four, uh, where it's the quote that everyone knows is from the diaphragm? You know, I haven't seen that trailer yet. No. Funny. 
I'll, I'll take it out. I'll take it out. For sure. I'll take it out for sure. Yo, Connor. The last game I was giving away was Aladdin for the Genesis player. Yeah, Aladdin. Next question is Scout Break Captain, I guess. Um, you, you can see any Yuki character, who would you be? It could be male or female. So if we were a video game character, who would we be? Yeah. Chun-Li. Yeah. <laughs> It's those thighs, though. Yeah, This is funny because we're all going to be women. But yeah, I'd be Laura Croft. She's badass. I'd say Jack from uh, Mass Effect with the tattoos and such. Badass. I would probably pick. I put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> I would pick Ditto from Pokemon because then yeah. I could do all the Pokemon, whatever I want to do, fly, you know. What are they up to? Like 700 Pokemon? Do you have all Close to 800, I think. Something ridiculous. That's crazy. 800 Pokemon? Something like wow. I won't give this gentleman anything. Okay. Come on up. You don't need Yeah, don't mind. Do you have a 3DX? Is it back? If you don't have something else. Yeah, I have a 3DX. Okay. So please give me one. I think he's giving me one. So this is one of my personal favorite games. So probably, yeah. It's a launch game. Probably the best launch game that nobody played. If you like strategy games, Ghost Recon Shadow Wars. I highly recommend this to anybody that has a 3DS. It's relatively cheap. Really, really good. If you like uh, the XCOM games, check out that game. I just... All right, gentlemen, uh, right there with us. So I know that Jason said that you you, you really like the crew. Love it. And so you get and you guys like play racing games. What about uh, flight sim games? Are you guys into uh, like Jane's? F I used to a long time ago. Yeah. 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 What do you think of like <clears throat> for speed? That's really indie game. Well. Yeah, live for speed's like, great. When I talk to people about like racing games and like flying games, realism, actual ultra realism, kind of drives people away from the games. Like IL two Storm Revig, like you 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 toggle controls a little too fast, you just stall out to play right. spin. What do you think about when it comes when it comes to sim with me, it's hard to do that for me today because I'm gonna go all in with it. Like I want I want everything. Like if it's a if it's, you know, and if I'm in a fighter jet, I mean, I want a fucking cockpit. Excuse my French. <laughs> I want to sit in that, you know, and I want, I, I just want all the, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is the game today. <laughs> no, I just, I just want, like, I want all the controls, I want, like, Live for Speed, when I played that, I had the full Logitech setup, and, you know, the, the shifter, and, you know, it just, it, it worked. It's, that's the way to play that game. But, yeah, but in the car club in OSU, uh, we, we were talking about actually getting a, like one of those ten thousand dollar rigs that could like yeah. jack the weight around. That we would almost like feel. We just like we just flip the whole thing when you flip the car. It's like you're dead. When you do that, call me. <laughs> I will come over. We will party. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. So I don't much play it anymore yeah. because I. It's expensive. It is. It's hard, and I don't have the room to. You know, I want a dedicated area for that. So, cool. Come, come on. Come on. All right. Uh, where's the next part? Yeah. Go for blue. Yeah. 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 Y
Perhaps I'll know that. Sorry, Pete. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Both three times. Really good. Yes, um, that's But this, is, this question is inspired by a purchase I made today. First issue of EGM. But I haven't heard you guys talk much about that on the podcast about like old gaming magazines and stuff like that. Oh, I think they're awesome. Yeah, yeah we love them. Bob, so. We're your yeah. favorites or whatever. Well, EGM's definitely up there, man. Yeah. It's a great pickup. What, what, what month is that? What year? Uh, May 89. Nice. May 89. Month. Yeah, I was subscribed to EGM and PlayStation Magazine and all. I didn't, I wasn't like, I was never subscribed to Nintendo Power. I was never subscribed to Game Fan. I know I kind of missed out on that. Maybe I'm not the only one here, but who here, like, just, I was never a fan of uh, GamePro's layout, like the old layout. I just felt it was cluttered. Does anybody here feel that way? Like, it's just one guy. We got all the old faces, like, the like, different expressions. Uh, Something about GamePro just rubbed me the wrong way. I just never looked the layout of the magazine. I was an EGM guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I was subscribed to Nintendo Power for years. And I remember all the stuff you'd get, like, remember the Pogs? Back in the day, you get the Nintendo Pogs. You get, like, I remember getting something with like a comic strip Star Fox where you can put my name into the comic strip. Mm. I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but I gotta find that somewhere. It's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, Nintendo Power is awesome. Like the comics, like the uh, Nestor. And, yeah, that was awesome for sure. Have you guys checked out in this convention the, the retro magazine, the new magazine that sits yeah. here? Mm -hmm. I really like that. I mean, legitimately, it's like their RPG episode or uh, issue is really in depth. It is. Yeah, yeah I was impressed. How do you compare to like the retro? Isn't there a retro gamer? In the retro game? gamer in the UK, yeah. UK one, which I like that much. Yeah, isn't it like fifteen dollars? Yeah, but you know, I get it's worth lunch. I get it on my iPad. Uh, it's a lot cheaper to do it that way. Mm -hmm. so I think it's like uh, four bucks a month or something like that, five bucks a month. So it's a lot less expensive, and you have a digital copy of it, so it's good. Definitely worth checking it out. Yeah, it's cool. How about this? The next question I actually have is uh, a video game magazine that is none of the ones we've discussed. It's actually a retro gaming magazine. So the next question we'll get into. But I'm also, who asked that question? Yeah, come on. Come on. I'm actually in this magazine from 10 years ago. So oh, well. Oh, 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 yeah, it's actually, I'm in here play with magazine, 10 years ago. <laughs> I was the feature collector in here, so if you want to see an old pic of me, uh, old pics of my game room, my exact location of where I live, because they put my city in there. Oh, and here's the thing, I had no idea. I was stupid at the time, I was 17 at the time, and I'm like, yeah, you can take what I, like, because I had to write up a little summary for them about my game room, and I'm like, feel free to kind of bend my words and make it more interesting if you want. Oh, no, never, never that ever. Never <laughs> Tell that to people, they, they were like, Pete Doran needs to wipe the dirt off the bottom of his chin. It's like under his bed, under like his porn magazines or like games. Like, whatever. I'm in the magazines. <laughs> <laughs> they thrashed him. Yeah, right. And that's what you get yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, We haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see you. Do you have like a big afro? What's going on? No, no. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see Pete on the back already. Right? <laughs> 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 I still see him. Uh, it's like in a couple of third pages. What page are you on? You know what page you're on? What page you're on? Oh, there it is, dude. Is he playing? Number of games on the bus. He has no facial hair. Dude, this is before facial hair. Nice. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, you know, that was like... Oh, you're passing around. That's really cool. Thanks, man. All right. Who's next? Wow. Uh, do, 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 do. Cool. Um, I was wondering if there's any arcade cabinets you guys would recommend checking out in the other room. Arcade? I have no chance. There's a great game, it's kind of scary, it's called Nibbler. I don't know if you guys have played that, it's on the last row. 
And it's like almost like snake. You guys remember snake? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So you pick up these like pellets and you get longer and longer. And you have to basically avoid yourself. It's like a maze game. It's a lot of fun, really addicting. So check it out. Actually, um, Killer Queen, I guess, yeah. is supposed to be really cool. It's like uh, Ground Control is working with the developer to come up with this multiplayer MOBA uh, in an arcade form. And so they're, that's a beta test out there, I guess. So they're thinking for an existence. Is it 4v4, I think? Something like that. Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, like Joust. I mean, we're Joust a little bit, but like, yeah, it definitely reminds me of Joust. More extreme. Mm. Have you guys played it? Yeah, it's that like unmissable arcade machine that's it's huge, huge, right huge, two huge screens. Yeah, very pretty screen. Yeah, there's a lot of great, I mean, a lot of great pinballs too that they have here at the show. You know, if you guys played any of the pinballs, it's just maybe, maybe Pac-Man. Yeah, maybe Pac-Man. Yeah, for sure. That was awesome. That's a, that's one of those where you actually play Pac-Man and it's like turns into a pinball at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Do they have that four-player Pac-Man here? We were playing no, that at Ground no. Control. Yeah. That is so much fun. That's like one of the best games ever. Yeah, it's fun to own that. I know. Really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Come on up, we got you an arcade, okay? Let's wheel it out. <laughs> this gentleman has been wanting to ask a question for a long time. For a very long time. Okay. <laughs> if you guys could play only one game for the rest of eternity, what would it be? Oh, dude. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what game was that? <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Nice. <laughs> so, for one game for the rest of life. We were on Australian Island, we only had one game. You could only play this one game for the rest of eternity. The guy game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What else do you need? Nothing? Yeah. yeah. All you need is keep working, working, working. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Man. I'd probably go with like Star Wars Arcade. Yeah, nice. yeah, really yeah. Yeah. The one that Atari had old school with. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, it'd be hard to get there, for sure. But, oh. If you want to throw logic into it. And then, yeah, don't throw logic, come on. Why would you have a straight line with an arcade? <laughs> you get power just from the ground. Just <laughs> solar power. Yeah. Get some solar power. There you go. That's a hard question. I mean, what you say? If you bring it up again. <laughs> well, something like the, the crew um, would be cool if you could play that sort of forever, right? Like open world. How about facing? You know what, you know what? Yeah, that would be. But no, no, no! It get old too fast. You gotta have something with. It has to look good. It has to sound good. It has to play good. Longevity. Longevity. I, I would play Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Yeah. That one. I take that. I probably want to transport myself back in time to when Final Fantasy XI was still a really good MMORPG. <laughs> I played that game for thousands of hours, and if I'm gonna pick a game that I'm gonna play for the rest of my life, it better last the rest of my life. And an MMO is like the only thing that can fuel that. Has anybody here actually played Final Fantasy XI? No. And here we go. Did you play it in the glory days? Or did you play it after Abyssia? Uh, I played it a little bit in 2006, 2007. You know, um, on PS2 with a hard drive. Pretty well. Yeah. See, Final Fantasy XI was like so hardcore. I, I've tried playing all the new MMOs that have come out, and I just cannot get into them. They're too. Eleven was just so hardcore. I wait hard. hours to get into a party to level up. I mean, I miss eleven. <laughs> They've changed the Alright, come on, come on then. You guys, tell us your game you get to, so we know. Let's go right here. Right here, so. Um, what game do you spend the most hours in chair Wait, what? What game do you spend the most hours on? Almost hours on. Mm -hmm. For me, that's Skyrim. Easy. I love that game. I can still go back and just start over. Mm -hmm. Super Mario 64, roll it up. Yes. Um, well, besides Final Fantasy XI, um, I have spent thousands of hours playing SoCal. 
uh, like SOCOM 1, I was ranked 20 in the world at one point because I played it so damn much. I led a clan and I played SOCOM 2, 3, collectively with those games, thousands of hours. Yeah. I was addicted. Zipper is gone, there's going to be no more SOCOM games. I was holding out for a SOCOM HD remake compilation on PS3 when they were in that sort of like really like lucrative like eco show of Colossus HD collection. Like, I'm like, oh please, SOCOM, get yeah. That gentleman got Mario 64, by the way. Um, easy. Bad company. Bad company, too. Easy. With these guys right here. Next. Uh, do you want to come up and get your game? Oh, yeah, you want to come up and get your game? Right here. Where do you see the future of gaming going? Digital. Um, uh, digital, for sure. Yeah, physical, physical games, it's only a matter of time. I'll run for the same message. Was it the price or just where? No, no, like where, where do we see like going? What sorts of games do you think will will be out? Or where do you think yeah. the industry will go? Uh, I have high hopes for the Oculus Rift. Yeah, I was just going to say the Oculus Rift, I think. Yeah, Has anybody here tried the Oculus yet? Not many of you. It's pretty amazing. There's no more there might be. There's fires in there, and you're like, in a church of RoboTron. Like, oh, okay. RoboTron 24 was a Wow. Whoa. Wait, the ground floor? Yeah, it was, no, it was uh, some, brand, it was some brand new, it was the building across the street, just one of those, you know, it was all painted one wall, there's no store there, it's just a door. Mm. You go in, it's, it's kind of sketchy looking at first. Why did you go in this place? <laughs> 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 They've got candy! Yeah, if there's an Oculus, I will go. I will venture. Yeah, there's a little doors, you know. I mentioned this before in a previous episode, but the Classic Gaming Expo had an Oculus Rift, and they yeah, had a virtual boy, like, virtual boy emulator on top to it, right? So, it was unbelievable, and it looked amazing. It was incredible. Yeah. Mario Tennis, and they had, like, it just played really well. Yeah. You had to use a Super Nintendo controller, which is kind of weird as far as controls go, but it was really cool. Yeah. So, awesome. Who, who answers that question? Yeah, come on up. All right, who's been to have, oh, um, in the back? Yeah, in the back, way back in the half, in the glasses. Um, well, first I want to say thank you guys for all your videos, because I watch all of the, all of your stuff. I love what you put out there. Uh, secondly, I got here late, so if this already got asked, I'm sorry, but uh, if you guys could each add one character to Smash Brothers, a future installment, or DLC for the new game, who would it be? I know nothing about Smash Brothers. I suck. <laughs> These guys hate Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, they all hate In a recent episode, all of you were like, I hate Smash Brothers. <laughs> 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 I don't know, who, who would you pick? Like, who would your character be? If I could add anyone to the game, it would be Beautiful Joe. Huh. Okay. 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 That's good. That's good. Yes. Little Samson. Yeah. Little Samson. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't it make sense for them to add like Bayonetta or something now that Bayonetta Two is exclusive to Nintendo? Like, I think she would make a really great character. Mm -hmm. All her hair attacks. Or Lloyd Irving because he's also probably a Namco. So put him in there. Come on. Yeah. So come up. How about Reggie? Uh, simple question. Uh, when's your next house party? <laughs> well, tonight, and you're all invited, so, but it's three hours away. <laughs> all right, okay, yeah. Uh, Jesus, so, since you're a guitar player, what do you think of uh, Rocksmith, and do you wish, hope that more games like that are coming out, like Rocksmith for drums and uh, yeah. keyboards and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, Rocksmith, for those that don't know, is a, is a game where you can actually play real guitar and play real music and at all different skill levels. So you can actually learn to play guitar, and if you are uh, 
somebody who knows, you can jam along. It's actually pretty awesome. And I love it. I mean, it was really impressive. I, I thought there'd be some sort of delay. I thought they'd be kind of cheesy, but no, it was pretty killer. But the thing for me is, what I love about Rock Band is, is the whole, everyone comes over, no matter what your skill level is, you can put on no fail, and you can have a great time. And so that's what the, it's a trade-off, you know what I mean? It's like, it, I don't know. It's cool for me, but I don't know if, if I have enough people who would be able to just sort of jam on it like that. Like, for instance, Rebecca, my wife, plays drums. She hates rock band because it's just a little off. It's a little, you're doing not the full drum experience. And I don't know if she would really like it, like a full game that sort of tested that. I don't know, but it's cool. It's cool they can do it. Come on. All right, so next we have about 10 or 15 minutes left, so we're gonna do, your questions. We're gonna do a whales quick draw. Yeah, really. I don't have my soundboard, but we'll do it. All right. Quick ones. Let's go right there in the back of the glass. Asteroids! Nice. There you go, nice. Speaking of the Oculus Rift, you guys heard of Google Cardboard. What do you guys think of it? Is that a real thing? It's a thing. It's like a cardboard cutout. You put it on, you put your smartphone in there. <laughs> and I've heard it's really like... It's Joe has been, this is Joe everyone, the local Seattle collector, and he might have been drinking. Two screens, it's got the 3D and I heard it, I've heard it's like, it's, it's in its birth, but uh, it's supposed to be like the next cheap... So it's like a glass, a new glass kind of, but it's different. No, it's like Oculus Rift. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is it real? Yeah, you actually yeah. Okay, because you can't tell with that. I'm expecting to hear, like, it's attached by a rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on up. That's cool. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of that. It's really cool. All right, we'll go for it right here. Yeah. All right. Um, great fledgling YouTubers. Do you have any, like, tips on what to do or what not to do or anything like that? No, any, any so, tips as far as what to do what not to do? I mean, the, the key is just have fun. Which games you get? It's okay. Defense. Nice. In 3D. In 3D. Yeah, 3D. Uh, you can use that device now. <laughs> So the question is advice as far as uh, YouTube goes. Um, just have fun, man. Just uh, you know, uh, get involved with community comments. Um, do they do video responses much more? I think I got rid of that, didn't they? Right. Yeah. Um, yes. That's bad. But um, just just have fun. Don't compare yourself with other channels. Do your own thing for sure. Because once you compare yourself with other channels, and you know, like I used to do that, and I used to get down, you know, and and that gets the, you know I get hard on myself for it, you know, so. Uh, just, just do what you do and do what you love, and just be honest. As long as you're having fun doing it, that's all that matters because you'll want to do it. If you find yourself not having fun, your content's going to stink. You're not going to want to do it. It's going to show in your video. So just have fun. And when you don't want to do anything, if you're feeling kind of that way, don't. Just walk away from it. And come back later. I also think you can't worry too much about how um, if it's perfect or not because um, I'm the same with my videos where. Every video I put out, I'm like, I always see the flaws, and I'm always trying to get better and better and better and better, and that, and, and I will always feel that way uh, because my standard is really high, and so um, just don't worry about that. Don't let that get you down. Just learn every video. I, in every video of mine, that I try to learn something new, whether it's a keyboard shortcut, whether I'm trying to on a new sound effect. Sometimes it's just about like backing up the hard drive or any aspect of it. But every video is a learning experience for me. And, and don't feed the trolls. 
You know, I'm saying yeah. Yeah. ignore the show. Ignore yeah, the I mean, I, I basically, if, if I have a rule um, on my videos because I get a lot of comments and stuff like that, and it's like I just delete it. I don't even acknowledge them. Yeah. If it's really bad, I delete it. And if they're really, really bad, uh, I just ban them and I don't contact them. It's just done. It's yeah. you know. So the, the moment you respond, then that's just gonna. It also it helps to like yeah. find your niche. Like if you're really into say RPGs, do an RPG channel like. There's like sort of like small communities within the gaming community, which is so wide and expensive. So if you can kind of connect with other people that are doing the kind of videos that you're making, I think it'll be good. yeah, well. All right. So the next question. Yeah, we were going, yeah, we were someone's going to get if you're a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Uh, I have a piece of Sonic memorabilia that was donated by the booth of Classics of Oddities, which is right in front of the Tetris booth uh, that they're doing the World Championships at. Nice. So. Okay. Uh, cool. Derek, so yeah, good. Atlas or working designs? Yeah. I love working designs. And if anything, just because of their uh, their packaging, like that foil cover yeah, that they always yeah. have, and then the extra stuff they put in their manuals, I just think it's amazing. For as a, from a collecting standpoint, like, the quality of work that they do is yeah, it's by far top. I do like working designs, but like I probably have to say Atlas just because they they really do try and get involved with the community. Like mm -hmm. they send out emails all the time. Like if you reach out to them, they'll get back to you if you have a question. Um, they really do bring over so many games that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And Atlas is like one of the only remaining publishers out there that are willing to take risks. <laughs> That's genius. I go with working designs. Come on. So you got a. Sonic the Hedgehog GameWorks shot glass. Oh, cool. <laughs> Jerry. Uh, Mr. Metal Jesus, uh, what do you think of this particular NES copy of Mario Brothers? <laughs> I, I think that that, that is, um, it's really well built. I think so too. What's the story? We tortured that. Oh, really? Yeah, basically. So the, they stole this cartridge from me several days ago and I've been torturing with images of all the horrible places it's been, including a public toilet. That's <laughs> so bad! That's it. It's still intact. Yes. they're holding it with the mugs. Oh no, I put Purell on it earlier. Yes. Okay. Okay. And the best thing about it is when you put that in the console, it will play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a test. It passed. So, I gotta get rid of this game because I can't, like, bring it back. Uh, Alright, so the next question is for people that own a PS2 and you like RPGs. Jerry, Jerry, old school RPGs. Right. And you probably don't own this one, just to let you know. Right. Go ahead. We're going to go with the gentleman all the way on the end over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is your favorite soundtrack for a game? Favorite soundtrack for a game? That's an Iclops. Okay, so what, what it does? Sorry. What, 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 what it, okay, that's an Iclops plug and play. From the plug and play guy. What it is, is at the front of it is a camera. Okay. And you um, plug that into your TV, alright? And what you do is, on the front of that, here, let me, let me just demonstrate it. So you put something down, and you put it like this, and you can adjust the, the zoom on it, and focus, and it magnifies it 200 times. Ooh. Oh, I know what I'm using on that Nintendo cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's the iPod. It's totally fine. So our third question is, what's your favorite soundtrack for a game? I guess I'll go first, but give you guys some time to think. I'm going to give a more of a general broad answer for... The Etrian Odyssey series, I don't think, gets enough credit for their soundtrack. Yuzo Koshiro. You might be familiar with him for his work on like Streets of Rage and stuff, but if you never, even if you don't like hardcore RPGs, just give the Etrian Odyssey series a listen if you appreciate video game music. That's so tough. Yeah, go still thinking. 
my love for gaming and love for music, and I was first time really ever editing video and throwing that together, and I, I loved how you could just blend it all together and make a production. I just wanted to do that and just see what happened, and that's and I just did it, and that's how it started for me. I tried gaming reviews back in 2006 when I was using like my Xbox Live camera for a webcam and like using a really sh other shitty webcam for like filming off my TV. The videos are still up there. They're really bad, but you should check them out. <laughs> it wasn't until 2008 when uh, I started checking out Johnny Happy Console Gamers videos. And that was a huge influence for me. And uh, let's see if there's any like, really old school YouTube people in here for the gaming community. Does anybody remember Magus X1? No, no, I guess I'm going really far. I remember it. Back when, when somebody had like 3,000 subscribers and it was like, holy crap, those people are famous. Like, we're going way back when it was a really small community. But yeah, shout out to Magus. Cool, come cool. cool. on up. Do we have any time? Do we have any question? I asked a question before. Okay. I, just, I, I don't want anything to do with this. So, I don't have a large collection, and I know there's a lot of collectors in this room, but I, I do want to talk about games on YouTube and sure. start videos. How do you get past that slump of like, well, I want to talk about games, but I feel like I have to own everything to get started? Well, I don't think that's necessarily true. I mean, just talking, if you know about a game and you're passionate about a game, then do that. I mean, no one's judging. Do your research, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing that you can, I mean, about different collectors maybe in your area. So, for instance, that, that's one big lesson I learned is that, you know, when I when I met John Hancock, he has 8,000 games. I'm like, great, do you want to show some of that on video? Because I'll never get there, you know? And I don't actually even really want that many. Yeah. Um, I do the same thing with all the people that come on my channel. Uh, Reggie has a, an amazing Game Boy Advance collection. Kinsey knows almost everything about like N64, and so I use those other uh, people to come on and, and sort of help me, which I really like. So use people. Exactly. Eric, <laughs> yeah. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think we just need to want to thank everybody for yeah. coming yeah. in. We know there were a lot of other options, other panels, like there's the Retro Gaming Roadshow panel, which I would have went to if I didn't Because <laughs> that's a really good panel, so we really appreciate you guys just using us. Yeah. We know it's like valuable time you can be spending on the show for, so thank you for Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it.